Yes, yes, yes. Welcome to the Cage of Liberta- Libertarian Live, the fastest growing podcast within the libertarian movement. I have uh, unfortunately created this habit of muting my mic and forgot forgetting to mute, unmute it. Sorry about that. So tonight on TCL Live, some potentially good news coming out of Ohio regarding the Second Amendment, some potentially bad news coming out of China in regards to a possible new variant, New England or New England, New Zealand says the quiet part out loud and another step towards tyranny. And the NIH admits to U.S. taxpayer funded gain of function research, plus more tonight on the Cajun Libertarian Live. All right, welcome back. Thank you for joining me so much. Make sure that you go in uh, to Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, basically anywhere you can catch your podcast and like and subscribe. Give me a five-star review. Uh, go to YouTube and like and subscribe. Hit the notifications bell so that every time I go live, you can be here live with me. And if you can't do live, that's okay. Go to those other podcast formats and you can listen to the show and not have to worry about closing out the app that is always a very great thing that's what i do when i listen to podcasts is i listen to them on the road also don't forget to follow me on twitter my other page noel olind and instagram that being said so tonight i am some i will somewhat speed through the segments as I am up against the clock for time, Jason Lyon, Mr. America, the almost bearded truth, uh, as me on Muddy Waters Media is interviewing Natalie Bruno, who's running for governor of Oklahoma. They'll be right on here at 7 Central, 8 Eastern. So basically within the next 50 minutes or so, they'll be going online. So we are going to uh, crunch this out. Will be fantastic. That will be a great show. This will be a great show. I'd also like to take this time to let everyone know that she has already been on my show prior to anyone else on Muddy Waters Media. So that's fantastic. Had to say that. That being said, time is always of the essence. So we and I need to value it profusely. Something I fall short on every day, but something I strive to be better at every day. I have a lot of people that reach out to me on how to do what I do and how to grow the way I've grown. My honest answer is I really don't know. I don't know. I feel like the internet kind of picks and chooses who they platform. I got lucky. It certainly feels as if a person or team could do all the right things and it never catches any real traction, which can be extraordinarily frustrating. However, that doesn't negate the value of your efforts. You never know who can reach. I use this example all the time. Billy Graham, who most consider one of the greatest evangelists of all time, went to a small tent revival when he was nine years old. Nine years old, right? He quite literally helped shape and change the world. I've said it before and I'll say it again. Christianity and liberty share a similar vein. Both thrive under persecution. And right now, make no mistake, liberty in this country is under persecution. The kind of persecution this country has never seen. So let's use our time wisely. Be loud. Be unapologetic. Be articulate. And never give up. Never surrender. Take it or leave it. That's just a thought. Let's get to our headlines. And here we go. Real quick. Do you have pests? Or do you want to make sure you don't get pests? Check us out and let us help you out. At Insectum Pest Management. That is me. Company I work for. It's just two of us. We're a very small business. So if you're in South Mississippi, South Louisiana, South Alabama, give us a call and let us help you out immediately. There is no rest for the pests year-round down here in the Deep South. So Republicans in the Ohio Senate passed a bill 23-7 to on Wednesday that says local governments cannot close gun stores. This is 
going to go a little bit further. Uh, but as of right now, this is good news. This is uh, this is better news than what we're used to hearing, right? So uh, the local governments can't close gun stores or confiscate firearms during riots or other states of emergency. During the COVID pandemic, it became evident that local, state, and federal governments have sweeping powers when it came to emergencies, Senator Tim Schaefer, Republican of Lancaster, said. That is very, I mean, look what everybody, everybody has seen this. During the, 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 the pandemic, if you want to, it's not a pandemic, it's endemic. Uh, I, I have to hammer that every single time we talk about it for, for obvious reasons, because it's not a pandemic. A pandemic suggests that this thing is going away. It is endemic. It's here forever. It's a virus. That's how they work. Hashtag science. It's a virus. It's never going away. We may adjust and adapt, and we will adjust and adapt and get used to it and overcome it, but it's a virus. It is endemic. This is not a pandemic. Technically, it was never a pandemic. So we have to stop calling it that because if we want to turn this corner, corner mentally, especially for the people that are pushing these authoritarian and draconian dictatorial measures, then we have to convey the information and articulate it in a way that helps people understand that zero COVID isn't a thing. It never was. Anyway, Ohio Governor Mike DeWine, who is terrible, by the way, carved out an exception for gun stores in his stay-at-home orders, but other states did not. So I, I don't care, right, what the other states did. I do care as far as my state, and I, I want everybody. But the fact is, is that Governor Mike DeWine is a disgusting, horrible, authoritarian piece of garbage when it comes to I don't know him personally as a human being. I'm saying his governorship is utterly terrible. Terrible, but he did a thing right, right? He did a thing kind of right. Fact is, you don't have to carve out any sort of exemptions for gun stores or uh, supply stores, medical, uh, doesn't matter, doesn't matter. Don't enact stay-at-home orders, and you don't have to worry about this. This is just gaslighting, in my opinion, by the Republicans. I'm glad they did this, but to put that in there, that, that Governor DeWine carved out an exemption for gun stores during a stay-at-home order is gaslighting because there should never should have been a stay-at-home order. Therefore, this bill is critical to proactively define the, the limits of government's power to further abuses. Let me read that again. Therefore, this bill is critical to proactively define the limits of government's power to further abuses, Republican Schaefer said. Senate Bill 185, SB 185, would also ban local governments from invalidating concealed carry licenses, very good, or closing down shooting ranges. Okay. Why, why, why would you shut that down anyway? That's that's absurd. All of it. Is shutting down anything is absurd. Whatever. All right, moving on. Current laws allow local governments to prohibit the sale or transportation of firearms or other dangerous weapons such as crossbows and knives when suppressing a riot or when there's a clear and present danger of a riot. Again, the people that are involved in rioting are obviously not following the law. So what does more law help? It just didn't... Oh, common sense, common sense and critical thinking. We have to stop outsourcing our critical thinking to media and, and politicians as if they know better. I mean, this is ridiculous. <laughs> it's just an age old thing that we've dealt with when it comes to the Second Amendment. Criminals don't follow the law. This is obvious. So creating more laws during a quote-unquote emergency session, even if it be riots, aren't going to stop the people that are using firearms or weapons in an illegal manner. That's not going to stop. It's not going to stop. I don't know why the Republicans decided to do this, but at least they decided to do something. But the fact that this was here in place to begin with is utterly absurd, not only on its face, 
but on every aspect of it, 100%. SB-185 would eliminate the pro- that provision for everything except dynamite and other explosives. Why? Just, <laughs> again, makes no sense. None at all. Let me tell you, most people that are using or uh, buying dynamites and creating explosives, they're not going to use them for nefarious reasons. We <laughs> ever. They're going to use that for protection because they understand that there's probably a t- This is the whole reason that they have dynamite and explosives and a mass gathering and, uh, and ownership of, of firearms and weapons and self-defense is because we want it for self-defense. We're not going to use it for nefarious reasons. Can't afford to use it for nefarious reasons. Has to be saved for self-defense. Democrats like Senator Cecil Thomas from Cincinnati's Avondale neighborhood. You're denying local governments the ability to protect their communities as they deem appropriate, Thomas said. They literally say it out loud. This isn't even saying the quiet part out loud. They're just saying it, right? as they deem appropriate. Guess what, government? It is not your job to protect the community. And it is damn sure not your job to deem what is appropriate. It is your job to do one thing and one thing only, and that's protect the constitutional rights of the American citizens. You're denying local governments the ability to protect their communities as they deem appropriate. We don't deem that appropriate. Newsflash. Groups like the Ohio Municipal League oppose the bill in committing, saying it will violate the home rule authority of local governments. The Ohio Constitution grants home rule authority to municipalities in recognition that a government closest to the people governs best. Okay, yeah, that's true. Ohio Municipal League Director Ken Skerritt said earlier this month, month, each city and village should be equipped to serve and protect the interests of their communities. Get out of the way. That's how you protect and serve us. Get out of the way. We don't need your help other than making sure that your dumbass doesn't trample our constitutional rights. That's it. And that's the vast majority of people in America, regardless of what the media says, regardless of what you're hearing from from all of the authoritarian type figures with these blue checks all over the Internet. That is the vast majority of people's beliefs. Just get out of my way and let me live my life. And I will protect myself. And if something extraordinarily dangerous begins to unfold, then possibly we'll call you. And that's about it. That being said, go check out Fierce Luxury by Ashley. That's Fierce Luxury by Ashley.com. Fierce Luxury by Ashley.com. I don't know why I always struggle finding this ad. There it is. Fierce Luxury. It is a high-end bags and accessories consignment store based online that carry the hottest brands like Louis Vuitton, Chanel, Gucci, and Hermes. Consign with them for a 30% fee, 20% less than most consignment stores. Find them online at FierceLuxuryByAshley.com. That's FierceLuxuryByAshley.com. And on Facebook in their exclusive, exclusive group, Fierce Luxury by Ashley. That's FierceLuxuryByAshley.com. Thank you, Ashley, for sponsoring the show. I'm going to check these 18 comments real quick. Hello, my friend from Tim Todd. What's up, bro? Janice, always here. The starting point of all achievement is desire, passion. That's right. Austin, tell it like it is, bro. Thank you. Y'all are amazing. James Reynolds, what's up, bro? It will actually get worse once law-abiding gun owners are disarmed. Well, yeah, like a bunch for sure. Janice, viruses are contagious, but so are fear, panic, hysteria, as are calm, courtesy, and preparedness. Choose widely wisely what you spread absolutely fantastic yes james all stay-at-home orders are violations of our constitutional rights <laughs> melinda ain't that right a broken clock is right twice a day howdy from the independent hey what's up I, you changed your name it's awesome 
Cajun show will be preempted by who dat? Who dat? Who dat nation? Justin Boomhow. What's up, Cajun? What's up, bro? Aren't you special? I don't know. Maybe. Probably not. Greasyporcupines.com. Yep. Got an ad for them coming on most likely Wednesday. A nice all the feels ad, uh, ad for greasyporcupine.com. So go check them out, www.greasyporcupines.com. Fantastic. They refuse to understand. Their refusal speaks volumes all by itself. Yeah, I think that they're so out of touch with what's going on. And, and I wholly believe this. They're completely out of touch with how we feel as Americans and how, uh, how we feel in approaching all of these situations. So out of touch. It's incredible. Uh, something else that's incredible. China warns of further spread in latest COVID-19 flare-up Beijing. This is from Reuters. Incredible. Here we go. This is never going to stop. It's not going to stop. Ugh.org. Thank you, Robert. Sorry. Greasyporcupines.org. Thank you for uh, hitting me up during the show on Friday as well, Robert. So, again... This okay, let me say it like this. This will stop. This will stop the second we start saying no, and the second we say we're done with this, that's when this stops. Basically, what China's saying, and I heard this earlier, is like this is Delta 2. Okay, this is like the second wave of the Delta variant. There's not much here, but it's worth being told. Um, I don't remember how I stumbled across this. Oh, I actually. We went and researched it because there was a group on Clubhouse that I, I was scanning the rooms, and I was like, "Really?" So I started looking it up, and yeah, it's for sure. So, China warns of the further spread in latest COVID nineteen flare up in Beijing, part of it, Beijing. China's latest latest COVID nineteen outbreak is increasingly likely to spread further. A health official said on Sunday. As authorities urged all regions to step up monitoring and called for a reduction in travel across provinces. That hasn't helped one bit. None of it's helped. None of your restrictions have helped at all. But they keep promulgating this propaganda as if it worked somehow. Ever. It's never worked. China has largely contained the virus. No, it hasn't. They lied. And we know that. We know without question China lied and continues to lie habitually. So, so China has largely contained the virus. Come on, kick rocks. But, it's deter- but it is determined to stamp out any sporadic local outbreaks, particularly in the run-up to the 2022 Winter Olympics in February. Oh, money's involved. Got it. Always. More than 100 locally transmitted cases have been confirmed over the last week across 11 provincial provincial areas, most linked to 13 different tour groups. They're going to blame it on tourists. They're always going to do that. That way they can shut down travel and have control over over the economy. There's increasing risk that the outbreak might spread further, helped by seasonal factors, of course. Mi Fang, I'm assuming I'm saying that right, spokesman at the National Health Commission told reporters on Sunday. The Delta variant causing the outbreak is also highly transmissible, says Commission Direct Deputy Director. Not going to even try that one. Adding that sequencing showed it to be different from the source of an earlier outbreak and suggesting that the new cases come from a new source, came from a new source from abroad. Authorities have banned travel agencies from arranging cross-provincial tours that involve regions deemed of higher virus risk and has imposed nationwide suspension on some travel services linking multiple tourist attractions. The capital, Beijing, has said it will impose strict restriction on travels to the city by people who have been to the counties with at least one infection. So just one Incredible. Health authorities also said on Sunday that about 75.6% of China's population had received complete vaccine doses as of October 23rd, or some 1.068 billion people 
have been fully vaccinated as of five days ago, but they're still shutting everything down. 75% vaccinated. One point something billion people still shutting it down. Incredible. China is giving booster shots to adults whose last dose was at least six months earlier with priority groups, including essential workers, older people, and those with weaker immune systems. Data showed antibodies elicited by vaccines included the most used shots declined within months. The chief expert for the immunization program at the Chinese Center for Disease Control and Prevention said China would not keep giving people booster shots indefinitely. Even if it needs to be strengthened later, the number of boosters is limited, Wang told the briefing. We hope in the future there will be better vaccines and better vaccination procedures to achieve said protection among the public. So take it as you will in accordance, in direct accordance, to, uh, to how China views our vaccines and our vaccination process. So, Laura Province, you can check her out if you're in South Louisiana, South, South Texas, South Mississippi. She will help you with your home buying experience. Laura Province, K2 Realty, your home is your sanctuary. As a second-generation real estate agent, Laura Province knows the importance of helping our clients, her clients, navigate the home buying process and or selling process. Whether you're buying your first home, a second investment property, or seeking that dream retirement residence, you will also have a seamless experience with K2 Realty. So check out Lower Province, K2 Realty. That being said, let's move on to New Zealand. I told y'all, news around the world. It never stops. This is incredible. More of the same disgusting garbage coming out it's worse worse coming out of new zealand jacinda arden admits new zealand will be will become a two-tier society between vaccinated and unvaccinated now let me please tell if you haven't heard it yet you can go find the video where she literally smiles in arrogance and condescension about the fact that she is admitting to it is a two-tier society now between the vaccinated and the unvaccinated. She does this arrogantly. Arrogantly. Jacinda Ardern, the Prime Minister of New Zealand, has admitted that the country will become a two-tier society between the vaccinated and the unvaccinated following new government procedures, measures, the politician's comments in the New Zealand Herald follow the introduction of a traffic light system with the policy enforced when district health boards have vaccinated 90% of their region. After a reporter from the Herald asked about the creation of two classes of citizens between the vaccinated and the unvaccinated, Arden said, that is what it is. She added that it's about giving confidence to those vaccinated. then they don't have confidence in the vaccine. That's how you translate that 100%. Regardless of how you feel about the vaccine, if that's what you're telling people, that is what it is, a two-tier system of vaccinated versus unvaccinated. She added that it's about giving confidence to those vaccinated. So what you're saying is you don't trust the vaccine. That's what you're saying. Regardless of the fact that we have pretty substantial amount of evidence saying that at least for this time period, the vaccination process works and at a high level with very, very uh, little recourse to it. <laughs> this is just remarkable. Arden on Friday announced that 90% of eligible New Zealanders needed to be fully vaccinated across East each district health board, DHB, region before the whole country moves to a new traffic light system of much looser public health restrictions. It ain't looser. I promise you that. 
read through it. I can't go through it all here. Go look it up for yourself. Go look up the traffic light system for New Zealand. Wow. All right. The new plans do not include specific vaccination targets for Maori and Pacific New Zealanders. And I'm not going to read all of this, but those are basically indigenous people of New Zealand. And there's a lot of like public health officials that are saying in New Zealand, a lot of them are kicking back on all of it. Some of them are saying, well, why, why did you exclude the natives? They should be included in this period. But nobody should be included. It's gaslighting to bring up the natives anyway. Because it really doesn't matter what your bloodline is at all. You're indigenous or not. That's totally irrelevant. What you think COVID cares about that? Most crap on the planet doesn't care what your color of your skin is or if you're indigenous or not. It's unbelievable. Which really speaks to the fact that maybe in, in the articles that I read didn't go into this, maybe there's a religious exemption for indigenous people. I don't know, but if there is, then there's religious or whatever exemption you give to that demographic is exempted for all, which means nobody should have to do it at all. If you can exempt a person, then no one has to be mandated to do it. Fact, care how you, where you came from. None of that makes, none of it makes any sense. This is all antithetical to science 100%. 1000% antithetical to science. What, what are you talking about, indigenous people? Like, go, <laughs> my God. Again, I'm not advocating, I'm advocating against all of it. But it makes zero sense that you would make an exception for a demographic just because they're indigenous. That, that COVID doesn't care. So stupid. All right. When the 90% targets are reached, the country will switch to a traffic light system. Even at a red setting, the highest levels of restriction designed to protect the health system from high transmission, businesses will be able to remain open and vaccinated people will be able to use services relatively freely. Going back several weeks to when uh, Jason was on with me on the Cajun show, Cajun Eskimo show from I used to Igloos. We talked about New Zealand literally shut their entire country down over one COVID case. One. That stat is going to play out in the last part of this. <laughs> incredible. Incredible. So they're going to switch to a traffic light system, which is not going to do any good. We already know that during the winter months in the north, people are have a higher rate of transmission. Why? Because they're all indoors. In the summer month, summer months, we have a higher Rate of transmission in the South. Why? Because more people are indoors. It's hot. Everybody wants to be in the AC. Up in the North, it's cold. Everybody wants to be in the heat. You transmit it easier, easier, more easily is what I was really looking for. Indoors. This isn't news. But my God, we have to continue to make it news. (laughs) Now, Those without vaccination certificates, however, will face serious limitations. They will be limited to takeaway food, smaller gatherings up to 10 people, distance learning at universities, and not able to use close contact businesses like gyms, hairdressers, or bars. That sounds like just like New York in California. Why? Because it is. They're all stealing, all these authoritarians, they're... They're stealing these ideas from each other, and none of them are working. They have never worked. They hammered Ron DeSantis in Florida for his protocols. Guess what? Florida has dropped to like the lowest uh, infection rate in the country. Also, infection rate means nothing. Nothing. Only thing that matters is deaths and hospitalizations. We don't count infection rate for anything else. And we damn sure don't put it on the news every day. Why? Because it doesn't mean anything. You don't have an infection rate for the cold because nobody cares. So if a large swath of people are not having uh, adverse reactions or being symptomatic, instead they are asymptomatic, 
COVID cases are nothing, but they're still counting them, which is something they never did before. Why? Why are they counting COVID cases differently than any other scenario than they ever have before? Because then you have no way of being able to compare and contrast of other diseases that we've dealt with in the past. Because those weren't counted that way, were they? No, they weren't. I'll spare you the... Uh... Anyway. So we have nothing to compare this to. Nothing. So when every time you hear some COVID idiot try to reference some other disease, that's the end of the story. Because we didn't count asymptomatic uh, cases back then. This is the first time we've done that. That's a fact. So we have nothing to compare and contrast to. Anyway, moving on. Fully, oh, my bad. Businesses like gyms, hairdressers, and bars. Fully vaccinated people will be able to reconnect with family and friends, go to bars and restaurants, and do the things they love with greater certainty and confidence. My God, go to what are you talking about? Uh, obviously, this is New Zealand. Okay, keep that in mind. But a lot of the COVID left wants to use New, New Zealand as an example. Don't let them do that. God forbid, don't let them do that. Nobody lives there in the first place. And there's still full-blown tyranny over nothing. What do you do? The fully vaccinated people will be able to reconnect with family and friends? No, you. how about get bent? I'm going to do what I want. I will tell you what you can do because I pay your salary. Stop bending to these fools. If you're from New Zealand, please, to God, tell me you got. I know you probably don't. Get firearms. So the only reason that our country hasn't gone down the same path is because everybody in the deep south is strapped. Everybody in the Midwest is strapped. Good luck, East Coast, West Coast. I don't know what you're doing over there. Probably you should move and go where it's easier to buy guns and ammo. Because if it wasn't for guns and ammo, we would be in the same situation right now, specifically from the left. I live in a red state. We ain't doing none of this. Got a bunch of friends lives in red states. I know we're libertarians and we split it down the middle. We criticize everybody equally. There is no equal criticism when it comes to this. There's none. There is the left and everybody else. If you are still unvaccinated, not only will you be more at risk of catching COVID, but many of the freedoms others enjoy will be out of reach. No one wants that to happen, but we need to minimize the threat of the virus, which is main, now mainly spread amongst the unvaccinated people. No, it's not. And we have every freaking ounce of scientific detail from many countries now. It's not. If you're vaccinated, you can still spread the virus. You can still get sick and die. It's rare, but it happens. But you're not slowing the spread. So they're lying, and they know they're lying. Arden, uh, Arden, the Prime Minister of New Zealand, announcement also marked a final formal goodbye. This is this is important here, okay? Because this has really been what we've talked about the entire time through this. Um, Arden's announcement also marked a final formal goodbye to the country's long-held COVID elimination strategy. COVID. Elimination strategy. That was never on the table. Ever. Not one day. Not one second. Was that ever on the table. But. At least. Through all the authoritarianism that we just read through. Thank God. They've arrived at that point. So please spread the word. What we've been saying the entire time, what I've been saying for a long time, this is not a pandemic. A pandemic has a timeline with an end date, a stop. There is none when it comes to COVID. This is endemic. And one of the most authoritarian governments and countries have just finally Epping admitted it. So at least we got that 
going for us. Delta has made it very hard to maintain our elimination strategy. No, no, it wasn't Delta. It was coronavirus, virus specifically. Arden said, not the other thing that I just said, really dumb like. <laughs> Sorry. Just just the, the blatant ignorance and just disgusting propaganda, antithetical to all science propaganda they spread drives me up the wall because you don't need a degree to know that a virus is here forever. But yet they gaslight you so bad and they think that they're so way up here and they're not. They are here. They work for you. Even if you're in New Zealand, stand up. All 12 of y'all. Its tentacles have reached into our communities. Well, yeah, that's what a virus does. And made it hard to shake even using the best public health measures. Because you didn't have them. You had the worst public health measures. Toughest restrictions we had available. Yeah. And they didn't work, did they? Using the best public health measures and the toughest restrictions we had available to us. But right as our long-standing strategy was challenged, we also had a new tool. One that means that COVID means that as COVID has changed, we could change too, and move. And rather than being locked down, we can move forward safely and with confidence. That tool is the vaccine. Regardless of all the crap she said in the same interview saying that we want to give the vaccinated the confidence to be able to do the thing that they want to do, that is irrelevant, right? It's ignorance and gaslighting and them counting 100% on people outsourcing their critical thinking to people like this and to news sources like this. When you can literally read the same article and see that she's a lying, disgusting tyrant. From the jump, 100%. So, but at least they understood and came to for the fact that zero COVID is not a thing, y'all. Never been a thing, never will be a thing, never was a thing. Jason Lyon, I'm here for the distractions. Good. You're in the right place because this is a terrible podcast and nobody should be watching it, even though I'm right every time, except for when I use somebody's article that I didn't that so um we have about 22 minutes left and there's so many comments y'all i will uh i'll jump in them during uh during jason's much better mr america the almost as bearded truth as me right after this show so let's keep going it was referenced to the saints comment above that i don't know what to tell you there's a lot of them no one wants that to happen. Sounds like a bit of a threat. Oh, I see what you're saying there. You know what was on the table? The Saints getting served in L. You're in South Carolina. Like one of the worst football teams always in the country. Whoa, not much better. Just a different vibe. That is a fact. Who that though? Go Saints. Jason Merrick, Jason Lyon, Mr. Merrick of the Beard of Truth. Almost as good as me, Bearded Truth. Uh, Mighty Waters Media coming on in just about 20 minutes, so let us wrap this up. I do have an anchor call that I don't think he was paying attention because he gave it to me on my pre-recorded interview um, that I dropped last night, so please go check that out. Dennis Misigoy uh, for U.S. Senate Florida. It's a very short interview. All of my interviews will be on Sunday nights, pre-recorded from now on. So please check them out. I'm trying to get them the resources that they need, and it just wasn't working anymore live. Um, and so I, that's the whole point of the interview is I want them to get the resources that they need, how we and I can help them out. So go check out the interview. Find out how you can help. Misigoy.com. Um, I don't know how I got all. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, J- Joseph Clamont had left me an anchor call-in moment during the middle of that pre-recorded uh show so i am gonna play it anyway because he deserved to be embarrassed and that's just a fact you know why he deserved to be embarrassed because he puts potato salad in gummo and then claims he's a real cajun it's utterly ridiculous all right here we go not working 
Ah, I see. Give me one second, y'all. I'm so sorry. I am doing everything that I possibly can to make the show as best as I can. As possible. That's why it keeps evolving so much, so many times, because I am working very hard to make sure it's the best that it can be. With that being said, who doesn't make it better? Tom for 52.com. That's T-O-M-F-O-R 52.com. There's no quit in Queter. Thomas Daniel Queter for Senate for New York State Senate. Tom for 52.com. Now is the moment where we will wheel in your anchor call in. Like Thomas Daniel Queter is going to wheel in to the State Senate of New York 52nd District. Tom for 52.com. What's going on, Cajun? This is Joe coming at you from Crazy Horse Cabaret in Port Allen. I just want to know, tonight we are having our annual Halloween party, and we are serving uh, gumbo with potato salad. You're welcome. Well, I am sure glad that I prefaced that anchor Tom for 52.com wheel-in moment, anchor wheel-in moment, with the fact that potato salad doesn't go on gumbo. If you put potato salad and gumbo, you are exercised from the Cajun community. That is just a fact. You are not a real Cajun if potato salad goes in the gumbo. Potato salad is a side dish for a reason. A reason. Gumbo is gumbo. And then there's potato salad. It's very easy. Uh, also, Joseph uh, Clement, you're banned from the show. Bipartisan leaders demand answers from Fauci on alleged puppy experiments. Dr. Anthony Fauci is facing calls from a bipartisan group of legislators to respond to allegations that his National Institute of Health Division provided a grant to a lab in Tunisia to torture and kill dozens of beagle puppies for twisted scientific experiments. Now, here is the weird part. Not the fact that what we're about to get into in the details are absolutely horrible. Um, Fauci is partly responsible for the deaths of millions of people. People. But I'll take a win where I can get it. And if you're going to get fired up about dogs, as we in America absolutely love our animals, <laughs> you can't mess with dogs in America, man. That's just a fact. You get caught doing that. You are absolutely excommunicated from America, right, left, center, doesn't matter. It's kind of a weird paradigm that we value dogs greater than humans, but I'll take a win where I can get it. In a letter to the director of the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases, Representative Nancy Moore, Republican of South Carolina, and 23 colleagues addressed their grave concerns about reports of costly, cruel, and unnecessary taxpayer-funded experiments on dogs. Incredible. <laughs> Incredible. Really, though, I mean, and I, I'll show you the picture that's been floating around online. Really, honestly, if you could do this to a damn dog, I mean, what are, what are these people doing to... to to everything it's pretty disgusting i know i i intro this whole segment with how we value dogs over people but quite honestly if you're going to do this to puppies and dogs what the hell are you doing to humans my god it's incredible Man, they're very innocent why are you doing according to the documents obtained via a freedom of information act so i have heard that slogan tossed around since i started this it's not a slogan. I'm sorry. It's, it's an act. Freedom of Information Act. So you're actually allowed to, to, to do this basically for anything. You can just file for a Freedom of Information Act and get basically whatever you want. They might, they might, uh, they might black out most of it, you know, but at least you can get parts of it. So according to documents obtained via the Freedom of Information Act request by Taxpayer Watchdog Group White Coat Waste Project, in subsequent media coverage from October 2018 until February of 2019, NIAID spent $1.68 million in taxpayer funds on drug tests involving 44 beagle puppies. The Thursday letter reads, The White Coat Waste Project report claimed that the researchers locked the dogs in cages with hungry sand flies so that the insects could eat them alive. You heard that right. This is remarkable. 
in the name of science? Like, what, what do you, why are you allowing sand flies to eat dogs alive? What's the end goal? What did you want to see the sand flies actually do if you were doing it to beagle puppies? There's obviously an ulterior motive here. How could there not be? If you're going to let sand flies eat dogs alive, what is it that you actually want the sand flies to eat alive? I don't know. <laughs> Horrible. But here's the pick. Incredible. Obviously beagles. Very true. Locked in cages being eaten alive by sand flies. I, I just, I, this is beyond me. I don't understand this at all. Now, I want to see this guy. I wanted to see this guy go down in flames so bad since the first time I saw him walk on stage. But here we are. Took the dogs to do it. Thank God. Because this is horrible how you're treating dogs like this. Some of the pooches were also allegedly injected with disease-causing parasites. The commission test involving injecting and force-feeding the puppies an experimental drug for several weeks before killing and dissecting them, lawmakers wrote. Wow. How heartless do you have to be? The bipartisan group also raised concerns about allegations that scientists slit the dog's vocal cords so that they couldn't bark during the experiments. So you were so cold-blooded to do this to the dogs in the first place, and you knew you were because you had the dog's vocal cords cut out so that you couldn't hear him scream to death. Absolutely incredible. This cruel procedure, which is opposed with rare exceptions by the American Veterinary Medical Association, the American Animal Hospital Association, and others, seems to have been performed so that experimenters would not have to listen to the pain cries of the beagle puppies. This is a reprehensible misuse of treating animals. But it says taxpayer funds, the letter said. Wow. Just in <laughs> incredible. You know, it's good timing. It, it's terrible that you do this to dogs. And then everybody gets the picture in the, the memory of beagles, who are like some of the most beloved dogs ever, getting there, get, getting eaten alive by sand flies and injected with parasitic worms. I don't know if they were worms or not, but parasites. And then having their vocal cords cut out so that the people doing the experiments didn't have to hear them yell. This is absolutely remarkable and fantastic timing considering if it was going to happen at least we exposed it the time that we did because in a major shift the nih national institute of health admits funding risky virus research in wuhan <laughs> q ran freaking paul thank you we'll get there here's a quote from dr fauci I totally resent the lie you are now propagating. Dr. Anthony Fauci appeared to be channeling the frustration of millions of Americans when he spoke those words at an invective-laden made-for-Twitter Senate hearing on July 20th. You were promulgating or you were propagating a lie that the Institute, the Wuhan Institute of Virology was being funded by United States tax by, taxpayer dollars for gain-of-function research. So if you don't want to know what gain-of-function research is, a very short example is how they can make the virus more transmissible. Now, in this scenario, it's how can we make the virus transmissible from bats specifically, bats specifically to human beings? That was what the gain-of-function research was designed to do. That's what your taxpayer dollars, my taxpayer dollars, which Dr. Anthony Fauci vehemently Denied was happening. Yes, it absolutely happened. Dr. Fauci, oh, I'm sorry, I read that part. You didn't have to be a Democrat to be fed up with all the xenophobic finger pointing and outright disinformation coming mainly from the right, up to and including the claim that COVID-19 was a bioweapon cooked up in a lab, which we now know is true. On Wednesday, the NIH sent a letter to members of the House Committee on Energy and Commerce that acknowledged two facts. One was that EcoHealth Alliance, a New York City-based nonprofit that partners with 
far-flung laboratories to research and prevent the outbreak of emerging diseases did indeed enhance a bad coronavirus to become potentially more infectious to humans, which the NIH letter described as an unexpected result. Really? That, that, that's what gain-of-function research is, quite literally. Of the research it funded that was carried out in partnership with the Wuhan Institute of Virology. The second was that the EcoHealth Alliance violated the terms of its grant conditions, stipulating that it had to report if its research increased the viral growth of a pathogen by tenfold. That completely negates the previous paragraph. What does it matter if it increases at all or if it's increasing by tenfold if the goal was an accident to transmit it to humans? What? Why did they have to report the Why would the arbitrary number of tenfold? That's my question. If it was never, let me read it again, just to clarify, because I know I carry on a lot, I'm getting better. I'm very new at this still. We're about seven months into podcasting here. All right. Oh, uh, uh, so the gain of functional research definition basically did indeed enhance a bat coronavirus to become potentially more infectious to humans, which the NIH letter described as an unexpected result of the research it funded that was carried out in partnership partnership with the Wuhan Institute of Virology. What do you mean it's an unexpected result? Your stipulation was that they had to report it if it increased tenfold. They lie. They lie. All the time. The NIH based these disclosures on a research progress report that EcoHealth Alliance sent to the agency in August. Roughly two years after it was supposed to. Here's the fun part. An NIH spokesperson told Vanity Fair that Dr. Fauci was entirely truthful in his statements to Congress and that he did not have the progress report that detailed the controversial research at the time he testified in July. What was that testimony again? I totally resent the lie that you are now propagating. How would you know if it was a lie if you didn't have the progress report that was two years old? Explain it. Explain that. How are you going to tell me it's a lie and then going to say, well, it wasn't a lie? What Dr. Fauci said, who said it was a lie, because he didn't have the progress report yet. That was two years late. Like, what? You're not, you're not going to gaslight us like, like this. You're not. This is indefensible, 100%. You're going to sit there in July in Congress and say, you're not going to, I totally resent the lie you're not propagating, and then going to turn around and say, now that you found out the, you found out the truth, that Dr. Fauci was telling the truth because we didn't have the progress report. So how do you know it was a lie? Oh, my God. God, these people are relentless in their uh, their freaking mental abuse upon us. Don't buy it. Not for once. These people are not trusted at all anymore. There is zero, or to do it like Joe Biden did, zero, zero sense of accountability and honesty and integrity coming from our nation's institutions. We already knew that. But if you're watching this show and you're just now being red-pilled, there you go. In fact, it's incredible. Let me find my, I got to do a better job of taking notes because those two really go hand in hand. His July 20th testimony saying it's an absolute lie. And then them defending him saying, no, he was telling the truth. We didn't have the progress report. Well, then he didn't know it was a lie then. He was entirely truthful in his statements to Congress. And they did not have the progress report that detailed the controversial research at the time he testified in July. But EcoHealth Alliance appeared to contradict that claim and said in a statement, this da- these data were reported as soon as we were made aware in our year four report in April of 2018. So EcoHealth Alliance is saying, 
Nah, fam. I told him. I told all y'all. But what the NIH says, who is all y'all, we didn't get the progress report. So somebody's lying. Wrong. Everybody's lying. Everybody's lying. The immediate target of Dr. Fauci's wrath was Senator Rand Paul, who was pressing the nation's top doctor to say whether the National Institutes of Health had ever funded risky coronavirus research at the Wuhan Institute of Virology. Based on new information disclosed by the National Institutes of Health, however, Paul might have been into something. You think? We already knew he was. We knew Rand Paul was just on the ball. Rand Paul on the ball of this. May not be right about everything else. Right about a lot. Not right about a lot. Right about this. And crushed Fauci. And now it's vindicted. Just incredible, incredible. Rand Paul, Republican Kentucky, said in an interview that aired on Sunday night that Dr. Anthony Fauci, the top disease specialist in the United States, should be fired after last week's revelation. (coughs) Excuse me. That the National Institute of Health funded gain-of-function research on the coronavirus. Paul was interviewed by Axios and mentioned in a letter, or I'm sorry, he mentioned a letter from the NIH to ranking member Republican or Representative James Corner that admitted to limited experience conducted in order to test if spike proteins from naturally occurring bat coronaviruses circulating in China were capable of binding to the human ACE2 receptor in a mouse model which critics say contradict Fauci's long-held claim. Of course it does. We the, the moment this news broke and we were all considered conspiracy theorists, come on, come on. We knew what this was, and now we are right. Fauci should be fired, Paul said. He continued, just for lack of judgment, if nothing else. Absolutely. Neither I nor Dr. Francis Collins, the director of the NIH, lied or misled about what we've done, he said. Fauci said it's molecularly impossible for those viruses that were worked on to turn into SARS-CoV-2. Come on, man. He's just continuing to lie. He's going to continue to lie, but praying to God the dog thing brings him down. In grand fashion, let the Beagles have their day and let that day be very soon. Who that? This pandemic is a joke. Let's go, Brandon. I need new conspiracies. Mine are all coming true. My wife bought me a shirt over it. It is now seven o'clock, folks. And it's time for Mr. America, the almost as bearded truth as me, comes on. I love you very much. Cannot wait to see this clown go down. He is a tyrant, a bureaucrat, and an awful, disgusting human being. Let's hope this thing just burns down to the ground in all beloved fashion. I love you very much. I'll see you Wednesday night. Same Cajun time, same Cajun channel, and I'm out. Almost that. No, I'm out.